God foretold that his Christ would suffer. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in our study of Acts chapter 3. We're going to be finishing the chapter today as we look at verses 17 through 26. And uh, Peter finishes off his conversation with um, the brothers in the portico of Solomon. And uh, we'll be moving on to the end of this chapter today. So as we prepare our hearts for this study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Uh, Where I am, uh, it's blanketed by a fresh layer of snow. And as it's falling, Lord, I'm reminded uh, of the gift of your cleansing power in our lives. There is no sin, there is no failure, there is no mistake that your grace and mercy and forgiveness cannot redeem and forgive. And so, God, we give you thanks that you are a redeeming God, that you are a forgiving God, uh, and that you went to the cross to show us how serious you were about forgiving us. Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your word and prepare our hearts as we study it together. Uh, We want to hear from you, Jesus. So, Lord, um, we uh, lay all that we are at your feet and we ask that you would speak in a powerful way. We're listening and we know your word uh, always speaks and never goes out void. So we give you thanks and we ask that you would make this time productive Uh, in your spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. Acts chapter 3, verses 17 through 26. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets that his Christ would suffer, thus he fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that you, that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him in whatever he tells you. And it shall be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those who came after him also proclaimed these days, You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. This is a confrontation uh, of truth between Peter as he continues in his conversation with uh, these astounded brothers of his, these Jewish brothers of his, who have been watching since the Pentecost event, seeing what was happening. They were out on the edges as Peter was preaching his sermon and as 3,000 souls were added to the church's number on that particular day. These are the brothers that uh, Peter confronted about their um, leading Jesus to the slaughter. 
These are the brothers that Peter and John said, don't look to us for the power that healed this man. Look to Jesus. And now this is the crescendo moment of chapter 3 as Peter confronts them again with their history, again with God's efforts to reach into their lives to say, I want to redeem you. I want to restore you. I want relationship with you. All of the things Peter says here, pointing from the from the furthest time in Israel's history with the prophets, with Abraham, with Moses, um, speaking to the coming Christ, pointing to this moment in history that they're in, uh, preparing for this time uh, when God would send his appointed one, Jesus, um, to uh, speak forgiveness and restoration, and all they would have to do is receive uh, his message and receive what he was offering. And the same is true for us. All we must do is receive it um, and repent, as Peter says in verse 19, repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful um, reminder that um, if we repent and turn, uh, our sins will be blotted out because of the forgiveness of the cross, and that leads to times of refreshing in the Lord's presence. Um, What a beautiful thing. You know, hardness of heart is something that frequently keeps people from God, and I think at the heart of what Peter is confronting here is he is confronting a hardness of heart. The Israelites are saying to God, you you can't change gears on us. <laughs> you can't do this. You said salvation would come this way. And they didn't have eyes to see and ears to hear that God was doing a new thing in Christ. Their hearts were hardened to the possibility that God may um, do something new. That God may um, bring about a new way, uh, a new avenue toward covenant not just with them, but with all people. Um, God had grown frustrated with his chosen ones. They weren't getting it. And God did not want any of his creation to suffer um, a, a abandonment to hell and suffer an existence in hell. Um, he wanted all humans to have the opportunity to come to saving faith. And so he opened wide the gates of heaven and Jesus Uh, to say, if you'll receive my son, if you'll acknowledge your sins and receive my son and the forgiveness that he achieved for you on the cross and receive the redemption that comes by way of faith in him, then you belong to my family. And the same invitation exists for the Israelites. The same invitation exists for the Gentiles. The same invitation exists, exists for the rebel who's on the run from the Lord. The same invitation exists for the broken-hearted widow who lost her husband. The same invitation exists for the corrupt politicians running the show. The same invitation exists. And I hope that you have responded positively to the invitation of God and Christ uh, that he wants to bless you (laughs) uh, by turning every one of you from your wickedness. God works to influence us toward uh, repentance. God works to influence us toward grace by way of His Holy Spirit. It is His desire, as expressed here by 
Uh, Luke in uh, Acts chapter 3 verse 26, God having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. Let's not forget that Jesus was on a mission of seeking and saving the lost. And at one time in our journey, we were the lost. (laughs) And he is still seeking and saving the lost, my friends. Let us join him in his work. And let us rejoice when the lost are found. All right, my friends, I'm moved by the scripture today, and I hope you are too. Thanks for taking time out of your day to study. And we'll be moving on to Acts chapter 4 tomorrow. God bless.